Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. So today's episode is a bit of a life advice segment. I asked you guys over on my Instagram stories what you would like for me to talk about in this week's episode and I received a lot of great submissions. I received some questions on friendships, motivation, self-improvement, and just overall general life questions. So I thought, why not share my two cents? I love talking about these topics with my girlfriends and you guys are my girlfriends. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. I don't really have any updates for you guys today other than thank you so much for your love and support on my last podcast episode with my update. If you haven't listened to my latest podcast episode, I announced that I am currently closing my doors for the time being for my one-on-one coaching, meaning I am not taking on any new one-on-one coaching clients in general for the foreseeable future because I am pivoting more towards content creation, creating on my YouTube channel, this podcast, on my social medias, and I'm really just focusing on building my platform and my brand. And I received so many sweet messages, so many kind positive feedback from you guys and it just means so much to me that you guys are on board with it and that you support me no matter what. I did have a little fear of people not agreeing with my decision but it just made me feel so secure in my decision to make this pivot. So thank you so much. I appreciate it and yeah I don't really have anything else to share this week but let's just go ahead and get into this episode. So as I mentioned, I got a lot of questions around friendships, motivation, self-improvement, and just life questions regarding following your path, feeling behind in life, and things like that. So I actually wanted to talk about friendships first, and specifically finding like-minded people and how to maintain slash balance your friendships and relationships. And for me, if you're new here, I definitely have had my ups and downs with friendships in the past, with having trouble finding like-minded people and then not knowing how to maintain my friendships and now at 26 years old I feel very content with my friendships with state my friendships are in the people in my life I love them all so much they're all very aligned supportive like-minded people and I truly appreciate them and I've definitely had my fair share of lessons within friendships in these last few years very quick side note I actually reconnected with one of my longest bestest ex-best friends this last week which completely happened out of nowhere and I won't get into like 
our past, but basically we were friends for a very long time and she is someone who is a pivotal part in my spiritual journey and my healing journey. She was the person who introduced me to a book called Zen and the Art of Happiness and that was the catalyst of my healing journey, which someone um, actually asked me what was the catalyst for my healing journey and it was actually that book Zen and the Art of Happiness. It was the first book that ever made me start questioning myself and how I, I had been living my life and just it shifted, it helped me gain a new perspective and I owe that to my best friend at the time because she introduced that book to me. Anyways, we were friends for a really long time and like some friendships do we have our ups and downs and for a period of time we actually stopped being friends it was not my choice but we stopped being friends and although at the time it was very difficult for me because looking back now I realized that she was a security blanket for me and she was a crutch for me and I know had we not had our period away from one another, I probably wouldn't have grown and evolved and become the person that I am today. I had to really get uncomfortable. I had to work on myself. Anyways, it's been a few years since we've really spoken and we've like wished each other happy birthday here and there, but we weren't friends. We weren't talking. We were just acquaintances until recently we actually reconnected and we were on facetime for like three hours and we were just catching up on each other's lives and what has happened in the last few years and honestly before the facetime call i was a little bit nervous i was like a little anxious but once we started talking it felt like we had never stopped talking like it literally felt like the friend that I had all those years ago but even better because both of us have evolved into even better people both of us have grown and really come into our own and to just come back now later in life has been such a beautiful experience and I'm so grateful to have her in my life no matter where this friendship may evolve into whether we just stay acquaintances or we get a little closer whatever it is I'm not holding any expectations or anything like that. I'm just so grateful to be in this place where I can call her or I can text her and she can call and text me. And the fact that we can talk to one another, like it hasn't been years, is just so beautiful to me. So I just wanted to share that because it was relevant to friendships and just letting you know that I've been through my own fair share of hardships and lessons when it comes to friendships and I've learned so much but your people are out there for anyone who is listening and struggling to find like-minded people and that's actually the first thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to friendships is how to find like-minded people and of course the first thing is you need to know who you are as a person and you need to know your own values your own likes your own personality the things that you like to do your hobbies you really need to know who it is that you are so that you can attract those like-minded people so spend time with yourself and getting to know yourself and who you really are and once you have an idea of who you are, the type of people you would like to be around, and the friendships that you would like to cultivate, you have to go where those people are. So think about where you would spend, you and your friend would 
spend time at where would you guys go what would you guys do and go to those places so for example for me when I think about how I would like to spend my time with my friends or even by myself that includes fitness studios um, cute coffee shops shopping at places like Aritzia or Zara medical spas where we get like treatments and things like that you have to put yourself in environments and situations and in places where your like-minded people are going to be at. You are not going to attract or cultivate the friendships that you want sitting in your room. Like, it's just not going to happen, unfortunately. And aside from putting yourself in physical places and situations where like-minded people may be at, that also includes social media. And this is one of the reasons why I love social media is because it's helped me cultivate friendships with like-minded people from all over the world. And with social media, I think it's so important to put yourself out there and make the first move. And I think now it's easier than ever to be able to do so. I think a lot of times we get into the mindset or into the habit of admiring people from afar or liking people but never actually letting them know. And I'm here to tell you, if you like what someone posts how someone dresses, their vibe, their aesthetic, let them know. You don't know what you might be missing out on simply because you're keeping it to yourself or you're not taking that initiative to just send someone a DM or reply to their stories and say, hey, I really like your outfit or, oh my gosh, where did you get that bag? It's so cute. Like A simple comment like that can really open the doors to new friendships and Of course, you have to let them unfold organically, but you're not going to cultivate friendships if you're always waiting for other people to make the first move. And I think that's a common mistake that a lot of like our generation do is we wait for other people to make the first move. And what ends up happening is we're all just sitting around waiting for everyone else to make the first move when we all want the same thing, which is to cultivate like-minded friendships with like-minded people. So if you have someone on social media or in real life that you kind of know but you haven't really spoken to them and you like something about them let them know and be genuine about it and I feel like most times people can sense when someone is being authentic and genuine and just real and friendships can really start from just a simple compliment or dm or instagram reply So stop waiting for other people to make the first move. Get to know who you are as a person first and then put yourself out there. And if you are someone like me who is more introverted, use social media to your advantage by getting to know people through social media. I think that makes things a little bit easier, especially if you have a little bit of social anxiety or you're more shy. That really allows you to get to know people without getting too uncomfortable. So that is my best advice for finding like-minded people. Now, when it comes to maintaining and balancing friendships, our 20s and our 30s is a very weird time in our lives, especially when it comes to friendships. 
I, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, I have some friends who are married with kids and they are well established in their careers and they've settled down in their lives, right? And then I have friends who are single, who are still finding themselves, who like to go out every weekend. And then there's me who's kind of in the in-between. I'm not quite ready to settle down and have kids, but I'm also like a little bit more established within my career so I'm kind of just like in the middle and in our 20s and 30s it can be really hard to maintain friendships when some of our friends are in different stages in our lives and I'm gonna be honest in a perfect world if I could have everything that I wanted I would love for all of my friends to be on the same timeline as me I would love for all of my friends to be super like well-rounded well-balanced individuals but we don't live in a perfect world and sometimes that's not the case so I have found that in order to maintain my friendships, it's so important to be able to, one, understand that we may be on different stages in our lives, and it's also important to compartmentalize our friendships. And being able to compartmentalize will avoid, for me at least, it's helped me to avoid disappointment and also not put unrealistic expectations onto others. So, for example, if I have a friend who is single, she's never been in a serious relationship, and she is out, you know, figuring out her life, I probably am not going to go to her for relationship advice. Not saying that single people can't give like relationship advice but if I am going through something serious with my partner I would rather ask a friend who has been married for some time or who has had real life long-term relationship experience versus a friend who's never really been in a serious relationship. Likewise if I wanted to go out on a Sunday night and drink and have fun, I probably wouldn't ask my friend who is a mother of five who has to get up at 9 a.m. or 6 a.m. or whatever time she has to get up to take care of her kids and to get the day started. So it's really important to understand that sometimes some friends will fulfill certain needs and not every friend can fulfill all of your needs and that was something that was really hard for me to come to terms with or understand because in the most humble way I consider myself a very well-rounded person. I'm the friend that you can come to if you want to take a workout class I will go to that workout class with you. I'm also that friend, if you want to go out on a Saturday night and get drinks, I will gladly go out and get drinks with you. And so for me, it was difficult to understand that not everyone is like that. Everyone has different priorities in their lives that may not necessarily align with ours. And so when you can understand that and know where to kind of fit each person, you can avoid disappointment or putting unrealistic expectations onto people. 
what's also been important for me to keep in mind is that we are all adults now. We all have our own real life things going on and priorities and responsibilities. And it's okay if you don't talk or see your friends as often as you did when you were, let's say, in high school or in college. That doesn't mean that you guys aren't as close or that you guys don't care about each other as much. That's just a natural part of life. And I think it's not about how often you talk to your friend or see your friends. It's about the time that you do spend together and making sure that time is high quality and valuable and you're both being present and really being there for one another. I value the people in my life. I'm a very close-knit person and I don't let a lot of people in my inner circle, in my inner world. I'm very protective over myself, my energy, my space, my mind. So when I let you in that circle, that means something to me and I'm not someone who is going to just be okay with the bare minimum or little to no effort no if I consider you a friend I pretty much consider you family and so I believe that effort is absolutely required in maintaining and sustaining a relationship and again that doesn't mean that you guys have to talk every day or see each other every day my best friend and I we probably talk a few times a month if I'm honest but She's still my best friend, and the time that we do spend together, it's of high valuable, high quality personal time that I look forward to. And as I've gotten older, the importance of friendship and having strong, sacred, and meaningful connections with other women has definitely gone up on my list of priorities. I think that there is so much beauty, there is so much wisdom in a genuine good friendship and having beautiful, supportive, kind, down-to-earth women in your life. And so for me, it's really important to put in that effort. So what that looks like for me specifically, especially now that I don't live near my friends, um, is scheduling FaceTime dates or making a commitment to get coffee once a month, you know, grabbing dinner and drinks. You really have to make time, especially with our busy lives and all the things that are going on, to see your friends and make time for them and if someone is important to you you will make that time and yes your schedules may not always align yes there may be a few weeks or a few months until you guys can see each other but as long as both of you are putting in the effort and when you are spending that time together and you are talking it's really meaningful and leaves you feeling filled up I think that's all that matters and also one thing I wanted to mention when it comes to friendships is can we please stop ruining our friendships because we are way too stubborn to reach out first to text first to call first or to make plans first yes there is a difference between being the one who always has to make plans or who always calls first or who always texts first i am not talking about being okay with being the only one who is putting an effort into a relationship or a friendship because that is a one-sided relationship that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is if you are someone who is keeping tabs or keeping track of every time you reach out or make plans versus the other person 
stop it. Just stop it. This is not a tid for tat situation. It's not always personal is what I'm trying to say. It's not always personal if you made plans twice in a row or if you texted first the last few times. It's not always about you and I think that is a huge mistake that we make in friendships is thinking that everything is about us or taking it personal and the biggest lesson that I can give you in sustaining your relationships is if there ever is a moment where you're unsure or you're feeling a certain way or you're confused about something, communicate it. Do not assume that something was done to personally hurt you or that someone is ignoring you or that someone is mad at you. It's so important that we learn to communicate and express ourselves and share what is on our minds. Most times it's just a miscommunication or it isn't actually how you perceived a situation to be and you can save so many relationships, you can save so many arguments, so many misunderstandings if you simply communicate. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about was motivation and self-improvement. Somebody asked if we could talk about self-motivation to get things done and also working on yourself. So this entire podcast has tips on these topics. So I'm not going to get too much into like tips and things. If you want tips on motivation and how to level up, just listen to the podcast because I have so many episodes on that. But I did want to talk about the bottom line and recent things that I've come to learn when it comes to motivation and working on ourselves and going for what we want. And one of the things is your desire and your why must be bigger and stronger than your excuses, your fears, and whatever else is holding you back. At the end of the day, I can sit here and I can give you all of the tips, all of the tools and advice that you need to improve yourself, to improve your life, but it's your choice to do something with it. Your mindset and self-discipline is the key in all of this. I've said this before, but motivation is not constant. Motivation is a feeling and feelings come and go. So if you're someone who's trying to really improve yourself, change your life, my tip for you is focus less on trying to cultivate motivation and focus more on self-discipline. Self-discipline is a character trait versus motivation, which is a feeling. And with self-discipline, it doesn't matter if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're tired, if you're bored. Self-discipline is always going to be there. Throughout my journey, I've definitely shifted from motivation to focusing on my self-discipline and yes it's great to be motivated that's definitely helpful when you are feeling that way but I have found the best results for me and showing up consistently and doing what it is that I need to do has been because of my self-discipline and I've talked about how to cultivate self-discipline in the past but just to kind of recap what I've mentioned self-discipline is like a muscle and you need to work out that muscle every day for it to get stronger and stronger and the way that you can build yourself discipline is by doing little habits or cultivating healthy daily habits that force you to show up every day and once you build that consistency with your daily habits that then bleeds into other aspects of your life such as working on your side hustle or schoolwork or other things like that so what's really helped me with my self-discipline is has been my daily habits such as my morning routine 
working out, making sure I'm drinking my green smoothie every day, journaling, meditating, all of those things have been a form of self-discipline because not every day do I feel like doing those things, but I know that when I do do those things, I absolutely feel my best. So start with little things, start with the daily habit, start with a ritual, a routine, and that is going to help you build your self-discipline muscle. So I've been on this kind of motivational reset these last few weeks and one of the things that I've had to relearn and re-remind myself which I think is so important and not talked about enough on when it comes to this journey of self-growth and personal development and all of that is to Be patient with yourself and give yourself grace, especially when you find yourself slipping back into old ways or you fall off track or you don't do your personal best. I used to make the mistake of punishing myself, of talking so negatively to myself whenever I failed to complete all of my workouts for the week or maybe I wasn't as productive as I would have liked to have been. I used to get so down on myself, but what I've come to realize is, one, that doesn't do anything for us. Punishing ourselves does not help us in any way, shape, or form, but also just because we had a bad week of workouts or because we weren't super productive one day, that does not take away from all of the previous progress that you've made in the past, all of the other steps that you've taken before, and I don't know why we do this. It could be just self-sabotage. It could be low self-worth, whatever the case is. I just think it's so important that when we do have a less productive day or we aren't our best, in those moments to give yourself grace, meaning don't talk to yourself negatively, don't punish yourself, don't shame yourself, and instead focus on what you can do instead, which is try again the next day or the next week or whatever the case is. And doing this simple shift has been so helpful, so pivotal in my own journey and in how I feel about myself. And I'm not going to say I don't ever talk to myself negatively, but since doing this shift, I have noticed a substantial difference in how I view myself and how I talk to myself and how I feel. And that has a direct impact in every other aspect of our lives. I think if I could tell you anything about your self-growth personal development journey is that no matter what you do or what happens or where you are, always be kind to yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend if she was going through a difficult time or if she was struggling. You have to be your own best friend, as corny as that may sound, but when you do love and nurture and nourish yourself, that does wonders for your healing for your mindset, for your self-worth, for how you feel, for how you go about your day, for literally every aspect of your life. Okay, so the last thing that I wanted to touch on was overall just kind of life questions that I received, specifically what to do if you feel behind in life, following your own path in life, and trusting yourself. And I've talked about this before, and this is a journey that I'm still on myself, but the best thing that I have done for myself as of lately is to just fully accept my path for what it is and the journey that I am on. 
I was having a conversation with my partner a few weeks ago when I was really frustrated with the way things were unfolding for me. This was before I decided to close my doors to one-on-one coaching and pivot more to content creation. And I was kind of all over the place and just very frustrated and overwhelmed and stressed and all of that. And I was really just going through it. And I remember telling my partner, I wish that my path was different than the path that I'm on, meaning I wish that I was someone who was on a path where they worked a nine to five, they were content with their job, they were content, you know, in the town that they grew in, and they were just happy with the way things were. And how difficult it was to be on this path that I'm on where it's the complete opposite. Sometimes, especially in my moments, in my journey where I am extremely stressed and overwhelmed, I truly wish that I could be happy with those things. And what my partner made me realize is that that is not my path to take. That is not my path to be on. And there is no right or wrong path in life. Whether you have chosen a path to get married young, have kids, settle down in a in the town that you grew up in, or you've chosen to move across the world and be a nomad like there is no right or wrong path and i'm not here to shame any path anyone is on sometimes that's really difficult but i've had to just accept that that is my path and it's going to come with its own struggles and obstacles and and problems and i've had to come to accept that and the way that i've been able to kind of stop feeling behind with with where society tells me i should be in life and to accept my own path is to tune out the outside noise to tune out what society has told me or what other people are doing who are on a completely different path than me and just connect with my internal voice connect with my intuition my inner compass my guidance and your in order to stop feeling behind in life in order to be accepting of whatever your path is that you're on your internal voice has to be louder and stronger than anything or anyone else you have to build it up to a point where no matter what someone tells you no matter what you see on social media no matter what society tells you you should do with your life or when you should get married or when you should have kids or all of those things It has to be built up to a point that no matter what is thrown your way, you are so unbothered because you are so rooted and grounded in who you are, in your path, in your journey, and in your purpose. And this is something that I'm still very much working on myself. I do have my moments where I compare myself to people who are on a completely different journey than me and have probably different priorities than me and different um, desires than I do and then I have to stop myself and I'm like wait a minute why am I comparing myself to this person when we clearly desire different things in life and just because I desire x y and z and this person desires a b and c it doesn't mean that I'm right and they're wrong or they're right and I'm wrong it just means that we're on different paths and journeys and that is absolutely okay. And I also have to ask myself when I am feeling behind or I am comparing myself to other people's journeys, I have to ask myself, if I had what it is that I'm they have that I'm comparing myself to or if I was in their shoes, would I be happy or content with that? 10 times out of 10, the answer is no. When I ask myself this and I realize I actually 
wouldn't be happy or I don't want those things, it stops me from comparing because I realize how ridiculous it is to compare yourself to someone who is on a completely different journey, on a completely different timeline than you. And it just reinforces the fact that this is where I desire to be. What has also helped me to stop comparing myself and feeling behind is of course connecting with myself daily through meditation, through journaling, getting to know myself, getting to know what it is I actually want for myself and for my life. Sometimes we take on certain beliefs or ideas without even questioning it just because that's what we've been told and shown all our lives and it isn't until we actually question wait a minute, do I actually want that? Do I want my life to look this way? Do I want to go down this career path that we realize it's actually may not be what we want at all? So I think it's really important in your journey to question everything in your life. Question why you want certain things, what you want in a partner, who you want to be in your life, what kind of career do you want and really ask yourself these important questions instead of kind of just taking on what has been shown to you. So a big theme for me this year is to find work-life balance and not working more than I live and being okay with slowing down and not needing to be productive all the time. That's one thing that I'm really, really working on and I'm trying to shift within my life. I don't want to subscribe to this hustle culture and this grinding mentality yes i do believe that in order to achieve what it is that you desire hard work is required 1000 percent. but i also don't want to burn myself out for the sake of productivity and sometimes that can be really hard to accept or allow especially when you see people on social media or around you doing like multiple things at the same time having like five different side hustles along with their full-time job and wondering if you're doing enough and so this is something that I've had to accept that my path may look different than someone else's and just because it looks different than someone else's and it may not subscribe to society standards it doesn't mean that I'm failing or that I'm a failure or that you are a failure as long as you know that the path that you are on is aligned to you and your desires that is all that matters it doesn't matter if your parents approve of it it doesn't matter if your friends understand your journey or not none of that matters as long as you know you're truly happy and content with the path that you have chosen to take in this life and yes sometimes it will come with moments of comparison or self-doubt or questioning yourself and in those moments that is when it's the most important to connect back with yourself. If so, if you do find yourself getting into that place of comparison and feeling like a failure and all of that, take that as a sign to disconnect, whether it's from social media, from friends, and reconnect back to yourself and what your mission is and your purpose and what you're working towards and your why. Anyways, my loves, that is all I have to say for today's episode. I love these types of conversations that are just real life topics and things that we all go through and experience. I love creating these episodes to just let you know you are not alone. Although our journeys can be very different sometimes, they are also very similar. So I just want these episodes to remind you of that, to help you feel less alone, more understood, and 
I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening and share this episode with anyone who you think may need it. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.